Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees. And you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to the boys of 161st Street. I think um, the Yankees are abysmal <laughs> on offense. Their pitching's great. Nestor Cortez is the best pitcher ever. Today on the show, we actually are going to have a lot of fun, contrary to popular belief. Today is an off day. We're recording this on Monday, uh, April 18th. We got Hot or Not, Here Comes the Sun. Uh, that's what we're going to call it now. Here Comes the Sun, just as a segment. Uh, we're going to do some buy or sell, some listener rounding thirds that we asked for on social media. And the season is saved because Derek Dietrich is a Yankee again. So that ought to make the when offense. Did that happen? That today? happened today. That ought, <laughs> that ought to make the offense uh, wake up and not be the worst they've been uh, in the last 30 years. God. So without further ado, this episode is presented, as always, by Chalkboard. Chalkboard is a super fun app. Don't be the only person not on the app. We actually, the, the chat has been buzzing lately. It's, we use it as a game day group chat. Also can mix in some bets and whatever you want to do in there because it automatically syncs your betting app of choice directly into the app you could share it with the friends in the chat all that but we use it primarily not primarily but hand in hand as just 60 40 as a game day group chat and it's a ton of fun um we're trying to make that thing the biggest thing possible just as many people as we can get in one group chat to talk about yankees during the game as possible and um yeah. yeah, the more the more, more people who are in it, the more fun it is. The more the merrier. So, uh, Maybe some giveaways for uh, the folks that are in there on the horizon. I don't know. You'll have to find out by joining the chat. Download the app. It is in the podcast description. It's in our link in our bio all over the place. It's everywhere. So go ahead and download the app. It's a great time. And, uh, yeah, did I miss anything? I mean, when when Chapman walked in that uh, the game-winning run, that chat was going nuts. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. If you want, if you it's a lot of fun, misery it's loves always. company. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Misery loves company and it feels like there's going to be a lot more misery this year than just those two or three games. So, so why not be miserable with some exactly, friends? Exactly, And I just wanted to open the show with this because we kind of mentioned it uh, last time on the show. Not kind of mentioned. We absolutely mentioned the fact that we need to take care of business against the Orioles because the rest of the AL East, the Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, and Rays are going to beat up on each other and pretty much play. 500 baseball, and uh, that's currently happening. It's going to continue to happening because they're all pretty evenly matched, I'd say, um, including us. <laughs> and uh, you're seeing that now, but something that I saw Bob Nightingale tweet, um, and he said, since, since September 1st, 2020, the Red Sox, Blue Jays, Rays have all clobbered the Orioles going 53 and 15 against them head to head. The Yankees, in that same time span, have gone 16 and 13. Um, like we mentioned, that was the difference between us in 2021 specifically. That was the difference between us being a wild card and winning the division. 
Uh, the Rays just absolutely took care of business against the Orioles. We did not, and we were we missed the division lead by that many games. So it's just their layup games. They're absolutely layup games. This team is literally trying to lose. Not the players in the field, but the, the front office is putting together a team that will not win and should not win and is not trying to win. The guys yeah. on the field, having a, they're, they're going after it. They're having a damn time. They're going for it. And then you got guys on the Yankees side who are also trying to do that, and they're just not good at it, like Chapman. So Yeah, but um, you also, you're sitting. That's all I needed to know, and that's why I don't think that it's an overreaction because nothing's fucking changed. You don't have that luxury to punt games. Aaron Judge sits game one. Yesterday, Gallo and Rizzo sit game three. When with, you with, with, to, an, with an off day today. With an off day today and needing to win that series, I mean, you have to win that series. I'm sorry. You do. I know it's not the end of the – like, this season's not over. No. But you cannot set that tone in April that you're just going to half-ass games. I'm sorry. You can't I, do that. I, I don't think – yeah, again, it is April. Like I'm not, I'm not saying this guy's falling, but I think that the fact that it's the same fucking mentality and the fact that we were in the same goddamn thing we did last season, it's like I said this the other day. I think I, I tweeted. I was like, it's like the all season never fucking happened. No, it's like we just switched out like two people, but the mentality and the way we're playing and the way we're strategizing against the other teams just has not changed, and it. We can't expect to keep doing the same exact thing and expecting different results. It's the definition of, of insanity. Well, we've been talking about it for since what? Fucking the middle of 2020? And yeah, it's, but it's, it's the just... same. It's the same shit. Like, even down to the bullpen. To the bullpen. You have uh, Jonathan Lewisaga up. He's clearly struggling to find the zone. And you've got Licky in the bullpen against Odor. Odor is a lefty, in case you forgot. And he struggles against lefties. Jonathan Lewisig is a righty. You have your lefty specialist up in the bullpen. What happens? Lewisig gives up the hit to run score. Then you bring in Licky against a righty who is a lefty specialist. And then the righty score knocks in two or three yep. more. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That is literally, that is fifth grade level shit that you know in the show. When you're yep. playing fucking Xbox in elementary school, you're like, oh, lefty, lefty. Okay. Yeah, I've seen them do that on TV. Literally, if Boone... Just watched MLB Network one morning. He would know to fucking do that, and Dude, I know, and you know how much I love Luiska, and but it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to see he doesn't have it that day. But I think here's the thing: it's like you you preach all the time that we are now like this huge analytic team, and that we're making all these decisions based off analytics and stats. We're switching the lineup up. We're doing all these different things. And then, just like you mentioned, it's like staring you in the face what the right decision is to do in the middle of a game based off lefty-righties and what, like, the matchup should be. And they just kind of, like, completely ignore that. But I think just, like, even before we get into, like, the game itself, like, think of it in just a day-by-day -day thing. You have, again, you sad judge game one, and you, you lose, right? And then... We come into game two, and there's an off day the next day, and we sit two other guys who we need to get going. It just doesn't make sense. Like, that should be a must-win situation that needs to go into our, like, thought process of putting the lineup together. I mean, just knowing how important these games against the Orioles are, because like we said, and, and here's the thing with the Yankees, they play up to their competition 100%, and or play down to it, I should say, and they, they're playing good games against the Orioles and playing good games against the Red Sox, and they're probably going to play good games against, against the Rays, and it's just like they shouldn't be playing 
an evenly matched series against the Orioles. They just play down to their competition, whether it be the people on the field, men, like their mentality, or like you said, just what they put on the field. Like if they bench people, it's just you're you're not you're assuming you're just going to get the win. When as I just said, since September first of twenty twenty one, you're basically five hundred. You're a five hundred team against a team that is not trying to win and has probably in that cumulative time span. Like sixty wins. That's what pisses so, me off. So, is where and sixteen you, of the thirteen of them are against us. Where do you get this sense of arrogance that you can punt these games? Like, what have you won? No, I, I don't know what numbers they're looking at because even it, what, we, what we have haven't taken care of business against them. So there's no reason to be benching starters to uh, like, for like future series that are more meaningful. I and I said this before. I don't think there is a more meaningful series. Honestly, when you look at it, yes. The other ones are more important because you do still have to win those games or be competitive in those games. But, like, you straight up have to go undefeated against the Orioles for the rest of the way because you know the other teams are going to do it. They literally were 53-15 and 15 in, since September 1st, 2020, and they're going to continue to do it. And the Orioles aren't better. And all of the rest of the teams in that time, from that, like, right now, all the rest of the teams are better than they were when, when those numbers, 53-15, and 15, have taken place. They're all better. So it's it's only going to get worse for the Orioles and worse for us as a result of that. So it's just it's ridiculous. We should never ever and it it, it is punting. We we should never bench anybody. We we should we need to treat these games as if they are full blown rivalry like games. You need to yeah. We need we need to win those games. If you don't win those games, then you're not going to have a chance at division. It's just plain and simple. Yeah, I mean they like you said they are the most important games because. You know, Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Rays. I again, we've been saying since the off season. I could see any one of those teams winning the division, regardless of how the season goes. And we're gonna beat up on each other. Like I'm expecting to go 500 against those teams, and I I'm okay with that. But then that it's just like the Orioles are just like the glaring team in the division that sucks. And you need to be able to beat them. And if we can't beat them, then I don't even know what we're doing here. Yeah, and I'm confident. I, like, I'm not. It's almost weirdly confident against the rest of the four teams and the rest of the three teams in the division, just because I know they do play up to their competition. The offense looks like shit. It'll bounce back hopefully. Um, really, at least better than this. Better than this at least. But when I'll, we'll get into that later and hot or not. But it's just like they're off to their worst start. In 30 I'm aware. Years. I was going to talk about that, but I'm just saying. They're not going to be this bad, obviously. That you just said out loud, they're off to their worst start in thirty years. They're gonna have well, positive I, regression. I but I'm just saying, I'm saying, I think because I'm still confident against the rest of the teams, that just places that much more emphasis on these games because they're just they're they're literally free games. I'm and not you're just convinced. Not, do you I have a question? Do you yeah. think that because I, I honestly don't know what the um. Rays and Red Sox and Blue Jays rest of their schedules looked like, but um, do you think that because we started the, se- the the season against the Red Sox and the Blue Jays, we like were kind of like pressing during those games? I thought they were great, and then when we, we played the Orioles, we kind of just like took a step back and just like yeah, re- it's, it's definitely an adjustment no. because you're going into an entire next fifteen games, like we mentioned on the last episode of sub. 500 teams and it's just kind of like it probably is taking the foot off the gas pedal moment but you yeah. you can't have that but it's just you can't like that's probably the like you, there, you play up to a different game like you're going against the team that everybody thinks is one of the best in the league being the Blue Jays and it's like okay we got to put our stamp on this we got to make sure they know we're still the big bad Yankees even though we're not but like that's you play up to that and then 
it's a pretty big come down going against going to Camden Yards, but it, it shouldn't be. But it is. Here's the thing. The game, I don't, I, no, I, to answer your question, David, no, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that because they did, the games didn't change. They played the exact game against the Blue Jays and the Red Sox that they played against the Orioles. What, like, do, you, what do you mean by that? I'm just I saying mean, the mentality the, No, I, I don't even think it did because the pitching came out and dominated, and that's what they did to start the year. It was identical. They played the exact same way. But The pitchers the fact- came out and dominated, and the hitters did fucking nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. And it's been that way the entire season. And it's been that way for since the midway point of 2020, which is why I don't think we're due for this massive explosion. No one said that. Is because we're, it's the same shit. It's literally almost the identical team on paper. Like, I, I don't think that there is this huge ceiling. And I think this proves, I think this start is, it doesn't surprise me offensively. It doesn't surprise me at all. Is what I'm getting at. We're starting 30 years surprises me. I, I don't. I, did I think they were going to be cru- absolutely crushing the baseball? Kind of a little bit. I did have the hot take that they would be the best second best offensive baseball, which isn't looking too fucking great right now. Granted, it's a hot take, but I think the main point is, like, and what you said doesn't really. It's not really what I was getting at. Is like the mentality drop off, like the intensity going against them, is the reason why the game looked the same is the reason why the pitching was great and the offense wasn't is because they it shouldn't be. It should if if you have the same intensity to make the game against the Blue Jays and the Red Sox close like you said it does and it, it, those two games did not look any different to the naked eye. They should because you know like the, the, it's just the lack of intensity makes it equal an equal product in the field if that makes any sense. No, it does. I and I I see what you're saying. I just don't know if this Yankees team has that gear that you're talking about. I don't. I never said they had a gear. I just don't think they're going to be their worst in the last 30 years for the rest I, of the season. I don't season. think they're going to be the worst for the rest of the year. I mean, there's too much talent, whether it's streaky talent or not, which that's another thing that I want to talk to, but I'll get to that in a second. Whether it's streaky talent or not, they're not going to be that bad the whole year, but this offense is lacking. And it's going to lack. This is not something that's back. That's yeah, that's true. That's (laughs) you're right. But I mean, this isn't something you fix overnight. This is a huge, huge issue, and it has been for a while. Yeah. No, you know, want to get get in hot or not? We can dive into the individual performances a little more. Yeah. Well, there's one thing I want to say real quick because we still haven't had a consistent lineup, and I know people are like, "Well, the Rays do it." Well, the Rays are different hitters. The the Rays win. the Rays win because they're one through nine, take a whole different approach, and they're not just these big fucking sluggers. Everybody on our team is a streaky hitter. How do you hit a hot streak? You play every day. You, I, you hit in the same spot. You do the same routine. The, the Rays win with different lineups and with different people playing because they take non-selfish at-bats or unselfish, whatever the fuck. I'm sorry. I'm angry. They take unselfish oh, at-bats. I am. I'm so fucking tired of looking at this every single day. It's the same goddamn thing. They take unselfish at-bats. They go out there, and they're one through nine. They don't care. They're trying to get a job done. The Yankees are streaky players. That's what they are by nature. You get hot streaks by playing consistently and doing consistent things. And the Yankees, front office, Boone, whoever's making the lineup, is not making consistent lineups, making it impossible to play to the one strength they have. Now I'm done, and I'm ready to do it. I was just looking at the standings. Because uh, you you mentioned the Rays or whatever, so I just started looking at those standings. A lot of teams, and like this, this is why the sky isn't falling. Like we're still a half, or we're still one game out of first. It's fucking ten games into the season. I don't need to say that anymore. Like it's, it's one hundred and fifty-two games, games left. <laughs> games left. So the sky isn't falling, but it just 
it, you need like by the numbers, you have to win more games than the rest of the division against the Orioles, and it's off to a bad start. That's all I'm saying, and I'm that's I'm not like the sky's falling, but I mean. If you go into another series against them and lose it, like that, the, the numbers, there's still a lot of games left in the whole season, but like those numbers are finite. Those games against the Orioles have a specific number. And if like it's going to come down to that at the end of the day, like you, you look at, you know, one game and it's like, oh, it doesn't really matter that much. But then you look at, you know, other teams that went to game 163 and it's like, oh, when you circle that game in yeah. August, that one was the difference. And it's like, obviously, these games against the Orioles are one. At a time, and they're not that big standalone, but when you look, when you're going to look down in September, you're going to be like, wow, I really wish we had those extra yeah, fucking I mean, seven wins against the Orioles. Yeah, when it's September and we're like, oh, we're, we're three games back from the division, then you, yeah, you look back at this and you'd be like, those games actually really did. Yeah, they like really matter. Fuckload. Yeah, it's the first week, but losing it adds two up. games to the fucking Orioles. A, is Rizzo gonna, said it in the first week of the season or right before the season. He said, you don't win a World Series in April and May, but you can lose one in April and May. And it's not like we are losing it, but like it's just, it's, just a, it's a weird way it's to look not, at it because we're one, we are one game out. I know we are one game out, but like it's an interesting way to look at the numbers because these specific games, you know what the rest of the division is going to do against them, and you you just the numbers are going to come back to bite us in the ass. Dude, I mean, everybody knows you, it. You you win a division. You win a division by winning series against your division rivals and. We did a hell of a job the first two series against arguably the two best teams in, in the league, in the division, and then you get yeah. to the Orioles. You have to at least win the series, like at the very least, just keep winning series, and that's the key to success. And against the worst team in division by a long shot, it's just worst team in baseball. It's just such a it's just not them. a good look. Like that, a World Series team does not fucking blow that opportunity, yeah. especially the way they did it. And we're still sixth in the power rankings. I'm not sure if you guys saw the power rankings today. And not that these fucking matter that much either, like I was saying before. But, I mean, it's just interesting to see. It's in, I mean, we still have a good record. Also, not good. It's 500, but it's not what it sounds like it is right now. Like, you'd, yeah. think, you'd think by listening to us as a third party, just fly on the wall. Just like, yeah, they're probably like 2-7 and seven or something. Or yeah. like 2-11. and 11 I mean, we, we knew it was going to be tight going in, into the season. And this just proves that... It's going to be like this the rest of the season. And, again, that's why these series against the fucking Orioles matter so much. That's why it's so fucking frustrating is because we know that it's going to be tight. L- hopefully, it's going to be tight. It, like yeah. I think we can all agree that running away with the divisions out of the cards. That's not going to happen. We, well, we hope, never thought that was going to happen. No, that's no. what I'm saying. So, we hope it's going to be a tight race. These are the games you have to win. You, it, yeah. It's inexcusable to lose a series to the Orioles. Yeah. Absolutely inexcusable. All right. Let's get into hot or not. Okay. Who's doing hot? Who's doing not? I'm doing hot. Hit it. All right, hot. Orioles money line betters. If you place a hundred dollar <laughs> bet on the Orioles to win outright against the Yankees since the start of 2021, you would be 10 and 12 and up 812 dollars. I'm gonna move on to the next one because you don't need to answer that. Nestor Cortez, 9.1 innings pitch, one walk, American League leading, 17 strikeouts, number two in the MLB behind only Carlos Rodon, an immaculate inning, and zero earned runs given up. I'm going to eat my words, and I'm going to buy that because I shit it on him at the beginning of the season. DJ LeMayhew <laughs> on the season, 321 batting average, 924 OPS, 180 WRC+. Plus. Buying, 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 buying. Uh, Tyler Wade, <laughs> Tyler Wade <laughs> uh, not on the Yankees, but we're going to bring him up here. 391 batting average, everyday starting shortstop, 895 OPS, four RBIs, two stolen bases, played all 11 games, and he actually... Uh, he, he might be a fucking all-star at the end of the year. <laughs> he would be the 
fourth highest OPS plus on the Yankees right now with a 138 OPS plus. Uh, and his running mate, which we can get, we'll get into in a little bit, Isaiah Conner Falefa, not doing too hot. Uh, that that'll do it for me. Um, so Orioles money line betters: Nestor Cortez, DJ Lemayhew, Tyler Wade, and I was gonna bring up Aaron Hicks because he's having an absolutely nice year, and I just wanted to formally apologize to him. Because we did put up that video of him launching off to the sun, which somebody else may take his place in a second when we get to Here Comes the Sun. But it's having a very nice year, so I wanted to issue an apologize to him, uh, and issue an apology to him. So far. So far. I still, I'm still not convinced, but. No, you don't, you don't, you can't sustain that with blue we'll, singles. We'll see what happens. I know, but I'm just saying his numbers right now on the season, albeit small sample size, but 333 batting average, two RBIs. 882 OPS, 164 OPS plus. Yeah. Uh, pretty good. 30-30 back on. <laughs> he has one home run and I think zero stolen he bases. He's zero stolen bases. Not, I, not, I, not so. Not I so don't high. even know if he attempted to steal any yeah, bases. Yeah, he, t- he attempted to steal third and he got thrown out. Okay, well, he's nice. gonna, he's, he needs to be on a uh, five every month. So the first month isn't over yet, but he needs five stolen bases and four more home runs to stay on pace. So... Keep an eye out for that for the people <laughs> looking looking for the uh, I think he's over thirty thirty season stolen bases if you can if that's up there I really want him I want him to get it just to, to prove us wrong and I mean not even us like the world like nobody thinks he's I mean yeah do that. Be great but he's yeah. thirty two years old and every not getting negative any faster. thing I say on here I want to be proven wrong and I want to be known as the dumbest person on earth but dumbest boy in school uh, qu- quick thing on the <laughs> the Orioles uh, money line bet <laughs> that actually brings up funny points I, I said this in the chalkboard group I was like join the chalkboard group it's a lot of fun. I was like, uh, I don't, I don't, it was like the second game against the Blue Jays or third game. I was like, how are we favored against the Blue Jays right now? And that just brings back like, I'm not going to do this. I would hate to do this, but, but if you bet against the, Yankees if you're a betting man, you bet against the Yankees every single day. It's a good chance to make some I money. I mean, based on the numbers, based, like, they're going to look at every game. When you look at profitability, we look at it every year. Cause we, we like to bet, i.e. we reached out to a, uh, a uh, betting app to get locked in the second one we've worked with. So, <laughs> I mean, know your audience here. So we, we look at the profitability and we're never, the Yankees are never profitable because no. they're always just the name recognition makes them valued a lot higher. And like, the, obviously the, uh, the on paper, they look better than every other team, but just, they don't end up performing well. I so mean, shit, take the Orioles out of like, just out of context, take the Orioles and think about their money line in most games. Like especially last year, because they're it's been dumbed down a little bit this year. But last year, home games with like Garrett Cole throwing, like a minus four hundred favorite, and they're playing five hundred baseball against the Orioles. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's it's a good it's a good place to put your money if you want to put ten bucks every day. But that's a good emotional say. hedge for us. Do yeah. you think that Tyler Wade could has the potential to to make an All Star team this year? Yeah, uh, potential. Yeah, I mean. I hope he does. Honestly, I hope he. I hope, I hope he does great. I do too. Like I think everything is way too early right now. But like he's, I'm glad he's getting the opportunity and uh, the everyday capitalizing on it. I don't think he will. Let's go Angels. Big Angels fans over here. Yeah, I want the Angels to be good because I just want to see Otani and Trout in the playoffs. Like I want to see Mike Trout win a World Series. He's not going. He's to. He's not going but to. But I, I, I want to see them playoffs. The very if not least. us. Give it, give it to the Angels. So other people that I mentioned, um, DJ LeMayu having the the season that he should be having so far, and and all of this take with a grain of salt, like I said, because it's ten games, but 
It's not nine games, so it counts he a little more so than that. Good. He just <laughs> looks so good. Can we stop so much better. bitching him? What do you mean? He's been benched. Oh, bench. Oh, I thought bitching. No, benching. Stop benching DJ LeMay. No, I think I think stop. this. I mean, I think his start so far is like the solidifying. Like you cannot bench this guy. Wait till you see the lineup tomorrow. No, I know, <laughs> but like I, that just made that make me so much more infuriated with the way he's constructing his lineups. But DJ just looks so good. He looks so much more comfortable. You can obviously tell that the injury last year was bothering him, and. He just looks like back to himself, old self. He's just yeah. slapping the ball right side, getting on base, getting base hits. Like he's driving the ball to the right side, driving the ball, making some awesome, it. awesome plays in the field too. Like he's getting back to his old self, and you can tell. And yeah, that's what we fucking needed. We said it in the beginning of the offseason. Like that's exactly what we needed. So you bought DJ. You I bought, 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 bought him. Yeah, bought, bought, bought DJ. I think uh, he bought everything. Well, there, I think well, there was just two there options. Just two there real two ones. I mean, players from last <laughs> week. There's two real ones. There's the yeah, Orioles money line betters. Well, the and Nestor then one was a little. I was gonna get back into the Nestor thing yeah. because obviously the Yankees aren't doing too hot right now, coming off a uh, a uh, absolutely astonishing series offensively uh, for against the Orioles. So Nestor Cortez and DJ LeMahieu are the two bright lights here on the Yankees. But Nestor Cortez, we need to give a little bit more attention to. We talked about him. A lot. I mean, if you if you talk, if you think about the people that we talk about on this podcast, I feel like Nestor Cortez gets brought up more than like guys like Aaron Judge and Garrett Cole because it's just sh- the shock value and like you never really. It, we always talk about is it. like is the rest of the league going to figure him out ever? And that's why a lot of people don't respect him and he doesn't get the respect that a, a pitcher of the caliber. Like if you look at the blank resumes, it's the mustache. It's the mustache. He looks like a cartoon character, and it's just a blank resume. You look at them, and his numbers are better than nearly anybody in the league. I posted that vid, the, the picture today, or the graphic, that was the strikeout leaders. He's second in the league in strikeouts behind Carlos Rodon only at 17 strikeouts for Nestor Cortez. Um, he only has 9.1 innings pitched. So that, when, when you're competing in a cumulative stat category and you have the least innings pitched out of anybody it's pretty damn impressive just case k per nine is higher than anybody i feel like I, I didn't look at the numbers but i just based on the math low innings high strikeouts i'd say that's probably accurate one walk um we're gonna get into some rounding thirds later but i guess <laughs> he at this point he's he's absolutely our third best starter and i think i think right now today is the number three starter and that's not even a joke are you, are you saying going into a playoff series or so far this year both I'd say so far this year he's been our best starter. Yeah, he has. But going into a playoff, I would feel confident with him at the three. But it, I, it I would still be Monty. can't confidently say that I prefer him over Garrett Cole and no, what, what Luis no, Severino looks like right no, now. No, 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 no. So that will never really – I don't think that will ever change. I'm saying based solely off performance this year, he's been our best pitcher. Yeah, so far. I'm just saying I. But if I was going to pick a lineup right now if the season ended today and we do a playoff series, he would. I think he would yeah. be my three, and that's not even close. No, I would have – Sevi, him, Monty, uh, Jamison Tyone, Michael King, uh, maybe a Mike free King agent. Is, Mike and King then found Cole. his role. We're not moving. And I hope I, they, that was for me to yeah. make fun of Garrett okay. Cole. That had nothing. To I'm do. just saying on that because we need to talk about him a, a bit because he's the best. Uh, I hope they don't move him out of the pen because he looks so comfortable he in looks the pen. So, now, so fucking good in the they pen won't. right now. They won't. He after his save the other night. There's no. Yeah. There's no way. Also, did you see, speaking of that uh, kind of ordeal, did you see ne- um, Higgy throw Nestor's uh, immaculate ending ball in the crowd? Just not yeah, even paying funny. attention. Did they get it, they they get pretty, it back? 
Yeah, they got a bad Garrett Cole gave the kid a sign ball or whatever, but he also started the chant, the like asshole chant in the dugout. Isn't that kind of funny that Garrett Cole gave him a sign ball to get it back, not Nestor Cortez? (laughs) Yeah. Just because the the value still isn't there, isn't quite there. It's like Nestor probably went up to the kid, uh, the kid, and get Cole was like, Nestor, buddy, if you want the ball, I'll give him. I'll I'll, I'll (laughs) sign the ball myself. And I I don't, I don't don't know if he's going to. People may not even, the average fan. May not even recognize and know who that is. Nestor Cortez. Yeah. Is. I mean, the, the man still rides the subway to games. Like he <laughs> clearly doesn't get recognized very well. Dude, I just think and now that the mask mandate's lifted, maybe he'll be recognized with that mustache more. But yeah, I was just like, I was watching the game, and it's just he's not like any other pitcher in the way that like you see. You don't say. You see no, but let me get to it. Like when he when someone like you think of a dominant pitcher, like a twelve he had twelve strikeouts, right? Like a twelve mm-hmm. strikeout game. Like you're envisioning some guy throwing like. 98, nine, like 98, 99. You're, you're picturing Garrett Cole. You're, yeah, you're picturing a power pitcher just like blowing uh, fastballs down uh, the strike zone, just like striking people out all the time. Like he's throwing 92 and just like changing it up and just like it makes no sense. Like I don't, I, think I don't that's get it. Harder. To I don't hit, get though. it. Like the the major league speed limit. Like every he's below the speed limit. I love when people when the like MLB the show says that like this one's below the speed limit. But like that kind of obviously, I think that's the driving force on why he's so he's so good because he can place it where he wants it. He throws not fast, and the rest of the league at this point, the way the game is right now, is the a average miles per hour has got. I haven't looked at the numbers, but it's got to be like close to to hundred. It's no. not, but it's like ninety seven. <laughs> what like ninety four? No, it's probably ninety four. Okay, but like with all okay, hundred. I, you know, I, I know you didn't mean, mean that. that. I didn't just, actually mean that. To but I'm just that. saying it feels like everybody throws 100 nowadays, and he throws 90. So, like, the MLB batter, on average, is getting used to the faster pitches. So when you see a slow pitch come at you, you're not timed up on it. Don't discredit his pitches, though. His pitches are nasty. No, I know. His and then, and then you disgusting. And then you mix in also the fact that he's quirky and he does the whole Johnny Cueto thing. Or we should start just saying it's the Nestor Cortez thing because Johnny Cueto didn't quite do it. Doesn't do the dance quite like Nestor does on the on the bump there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm, you know, pleasantly surprised in how well he's doing. My my uh, my hot take for the season starting when we were in the off season hot takes was that Nestor was going to suck. So I'm glad I was proved wrong so far in that. What an absolute fucking idiot. I just, I know. I mean, listen, I'm glad I was wrong. (laughs) I just never think that I'm not going to be surprised every time. Like you're right. Yeah. He could keep doing this and he could have two years of a resume of being this dominant. And in 2023, when he goes out on opening day, yes, opening day (laughs) and spins a fucking gem has 12 strikeouts. I'm still going to be like, wow, I really thought he was going to get shelled today. I thought today was going to be the day that he gets. Like, it's just like, I actually it makes no sense. And I, I am too. I'm just saying I'm always still shocked that he did what he did. And I, oh, if he's pitching for us in 2025 with Jason Dominguez and like, I am still going to be astonished. And I don't think I ever will be. That's just. I yeah, think I've I actually finally like got past the point of astonished and I'm just. Every I I expect greatness from him now. Like I'm not gonna be. I do, but like, it's still if shocking. Garrett Cole implodes, I'm gonna be disappointed. If Nestor Cortez 
eventually maybe implodes. I don't think he will. Don't that's not saying that. I'll be like, damn, that was like a fun ride. But I, like, I, I don't expect it to happen. I expect him to go out and be very, very good. I think what you said there is kind of why I fe- I will always be shocked because he, you know, if he has a bad outing versus Garrett Cole having a bad outing, I'm not as upset because it's Nestor Cortez and you don't expect him to be a Cy Young guy. Maybe he's getting towards that. Maybe he's, <laughs> maybe he's, I'm eventually going to be pissed off when he has a bad start. But like, I think I won't because of his face, but you just you, you can't be mad at that face, <laughs> but like Garrett Cole, you have the expectations for him as a solidified. Like he came in Cy Young two last year. Like I don't know. I feel like the expectations maybe play into that. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, the immaculate ending is just awesome. Like that for those that don't know, like or maybe a casual Yankee fan, whatever casual baseball fan, like those don't happen often. And that like I was trying to explain the immaculate ending to Alyssa. And I was just like going step by step. Like, okay, so first <laughs> he got three outs, right? You got that part. He struck out all three. And not only did he strike out all three, but he didn't throw a single ball and he got three strikes on each person. I actually, before that, I said like to strike somebody out, you have to get three strikes, right? <laughs> but he didn't throw any balls. So it was nine pitches, all strikes. Nobody even fouled one off. Like that's... Uh, I fouled I, it off. Fell one off. Well, regardless, nobody <laughs> fouled off the last one yeah, yeah, to yeah. extend the count. But like nine pitches, nine strikes, three strikeouts. I wanted to just break it down to make it make to no, let them know incredible. how unbelievably hard that is. So for those listening and for Alyssa listening, it's just just to reiterate. It's Michael King has one, right? He had one last year. Did he? I think the I Yankees think did, in the yeah. last, if I'm not mistaken, I think this is the stat. I think it's in the last two years they have three immaculate innings, and I think before that they had five in their history or some something along those lines. But either way, maybe maybe yeah. that's our thing now. Yeah, he did have an immaculate inning. Yeah, they said maybe maybe that's the, the Yankees thing now. We don't hit home runs. Seventh one in uh, Yankees history. Yeah, so, and so eighth. the eighth. So I was right. Yeah, so I said three in the last two years, and yeah. then five previous. Look at me. Let's go math. Yep. Yep, I know how to scroll. Mike Twitter. King's last one in June fourth, twenty twenty one, or maybe it was June third. I don't know. This is when the article was written. Is Mike King throws the first immaculate inning in history of Yankees Red Sox rivalry? So Michael King's awesome. It's in man. a big spot. If he can put this up for the whole year, obviously not to this extent because this is just outrageous. But it, like, do you know how big of a weapon that is in the playoffs? Yeah, it, I mean that is a long way away to assume that we're going to be playing more than just one wild card game is a lot in its own this early in the season. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying if they catch fire and make the playoffs and they make it to a a longer series in the playoffs, Michael King is going to be potentially a massive, massive swing factor an X factor, if you will, Mm -hmm. in those playoff series. 100%. I mean, I'm just looking at Michael King's numbers this season so far. I don't know why I didn't bring him up on Hot or Not. It's just mainly because I was a little upset about the last series, so I didn't want to make it seem like everything's going all right in Yankee Land. But yeah, like, still got the knots. Don't worry. Seven point two innings pitched this season. That's like it's not it's not not a little for a guy that's not a starter. So seven point one seven point two innings pitched, one point one seven ERA. The the one thing I do want to point out, I don't like expected stats that that much, but his expected ERA is four two six, so it means uh, nothing. Potentially getting a little lucky there, but his FIP his FIP is the more important thing there. His FIP is one point two seven, so it's right online with his current ERA. So fuck expected stats, I don't care. Shut up, nerds. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, he's he's looking great. And expected stats are great when they work for us. Yeah, not when they work against us. We just throw them away at that point. Um, thirty-six point eight ground ball percentage. Uh, last year at a forty-five percent. Uh, I'm actually curious. Uh, sorry Double to look play this specialist. Yeah, no, I, I was looking that up because I started to look this up on the fly here, but I want to see what Britain was in his heyday because Britain was always that ground ball guy they bring uh, in for double don't plays. Don't bring up Zach Britton in front of Chandler. Dude, I'm well, like, no, I just want to look at well, well, gr- Britain's ground ball percentages in the 70s and 80s. So that's why he's not quite Britain level, but he's he gets a pretty good ground ball percentage. Out of, and honestly, now that I'm looking at it, he might not be, <laughs> might not be that great, but, you know, something to look out for. He's got a sinker, so, you know. I'm staying quiet because I'm. This is Zach Britton isn't even like in the state of New York right now, so it's. Well, not. no, I was just hoping that he would be the next version of that because he could for like he could eliminate the Zach Britton thing, so he'd make you happy. Uh, yeah. Do you want to get mean, into the knots? Sure. There's a lot of knots to choose from. Hard to narrow this list down, but the Yankees' offense. Bye. Thirty <laughs> runs. Uh, 30 runs through uh, the first 10 games. That's the lowest since 1977. Uh, not looking too great. Yeah, no, I buy that. So you're buying that they're going to be this bad? No, I mean, not that bad, but I'm buying that they're not a good offense. Eraldis Chapman, the last two starts. Blue Jays walked the bases loaded, didn't record an out, and Mike King, guy we just mentioned before, bailed him out by being an absolute stud stallion, and uh, that's the only reason he doesn't have a blown save there. And then versus the Orioles, he took 10 fucking years to uh, get the final the pitch signal, which everybody in the, on the planet need, knew that was needed to be a fastball. It's a full count, throw a fastball, you throw a ball there, the game's over, you walked in the run. He walks in the run against the fucking Orioles, and... Um, yeah. I. Ooh. I'm going to s- sell it, but I'm not happy about it. Okay. Um, and as previously mentioned before, Isaiah, Isaiah Kiner for Leffa, 214 Bye. batting average, 553 OPS, zero stolen bases because he has that speed, zero RBIs, 65 OPS plus, and grounded into double play, and then it immediately missed a bunt. I missed the bunt before the double. Is that the last one? Do I need? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. No, I buy that to the to the moon and back. All to right. So, um, wink, wink. Why don't we just get into the sun conversation now? Because this is what we're gonna. Well, I mean, dude, there's not. I mean, well, this this is. Talk about we'll we'll start of... making the cases. I mean, the oh, fine. Before we get to that, the Yankees' offense isn't gonna go to the sun. Obviously, you well, can't. No, I don't think I'm you saying. can send that many people to the sun. Um, that's actually the a sneak preview to the uh, hot take. Somebody says the sun loses occupancy this year, or it's like it's overpopulated. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but Chapman, I, I I can't stress this enough. Like in, during the game against the Orioles, where he came in, and I mean you're the closer. You're supposed to be elite. You just, I mean everybody knows he's wild, but like. You and know, and everything you, was loud at the game and everything, so they were. He was like holding his ear to get the the pitch in, the like pitch comp stuff. The sucks. pitch com, whatever. The, but regardless of like, he stood there forever trying to like because yeah. it was so loud. I'm sure, but throw a fastball. Like, why do you need the pitch, the pitch com thing to come in to tell you to throw a fastball? And then he didn't. And then he threw a slider and he missed. And obviously, and the people are going to tell me like, hey, his slider is actually his most accurate pitch, but like it shouldn't be. It should not be, and if you're going to do it, throw a strike. Like, I could have thrown a strike in that spot, and honestly, anybody in that spot who could throw a strike gives us a better chance than what he did because 
you have a 100% chance of losing that game if you throw a ball. So literally, I kid you not. Put it on I, a tee. If I literally, myself, I, I, you say this a lot, we say this a lot, like, oh, I could have done that. I literally would be, I, put, I would put us in a better spot there because I would put the ball over the plate. Yeah. yeah I, I, like, <laughs> just, but the, I'll tell you the reason that I kind of sold it, and that's just like, I just don't think he's this bad. Like no, he's is, not, and the stats aren't bad. That is uh, like he he has he his ass blo- saved. He has yeah, these he's been getting bailed out. He has these blow ups every year. Uh, do I think he's an elite closer anymore? No, no, I do not. Don't get me wrong. Aroldis Chapman's days as a feared top of the league closer are over. That's that's signed, sealed, delivered. That's not him anymore. Do I think he's still going to be an effective bullpen pitcher for us? Yes, I think he has to be. If he's not, then we're fucked. Because, I mean, I mean, you saw a little bit of it yesterday. There are cracks in this bullpen. And do I think Loisega is going to be that bad? No. But I, this is a young bullpen. They do not have a lot of experience in these high-leverage spots. It's going to take some time for them to really settle in and become a dominant force over 162. We need a role to Chapman to be that guy. And I do – he still has the stuff – it's just the location, which is what gives me a little bit of hope that this isn't this isn't the real Chapman. Again, for anybody listening, for you guys in here, I don't think he's elite. I don't think he's going to be elite again in his career, but I, I, I don't think he's that that bad. Yeah, I mean like the two back to back just like It hurts. It, it's just it's hard it's to watch. So hard to watch. Like there's nothing more frustrating than watching your team lose on a walk-off walk to the Orioles. And we knew it was going to happen too. We were all watching it together. I was like, he's going to walk him in. And he, and you know what the worst part about it was? He had no, no pun intended, no control over it. He, it was going to happen regardless. He knew it. Everybody knew it. He's like, I'm going to fucking walk. I'm going to walk this run in. I'm going to do it. On the flip side of that, that ball was a strike, but it was no, not. It should have no. never. Not a strike. It, it should a, have never been in that situation in the first place. Anyone who said it was a strike was wasn't watching. I don't even know why it was you a said high that. and outside was, slide. I mean, if you look hung. at the like zone, it's a strike. Dude, it was, it was not a strike. Like I'm not, even, I'm not he, even giving the benefit of that. He missed his spot by thirty inches, which made it look worse than it was. But I'm just saying it wasn't like an egregious ball. Like no, it wasn't. But it was a ball. Yes, but. He was not trying to hang a slider on the top right. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what plate. I'm saying. He he missed his spot by 30 inches. Yeah, it wasn't an egregious is, ball, but it was a ball. Like I'm not I it, I'm not going to argue that call. It was, it was, it was a ball. I'm not arguing the call. I'm just well, that's what that's the point. No, yeah. I'm just saying that this. I'm just telling you this is why I don't think it's like the end. Like Chapman's career's over. Neither no, do no I. I said that. I'm just like, saying like he's it, not. Oh, no I, I think that. the biggest. I the, fucking understand that you didn't say that exactly. I'm just saying. Calm I, down. Sheesh. Oh, no, boy. <laughs> Chapman's dick, why don't I'm you? Not, oh, I God. literally just said he's not elite. He's just. I think that my. angry when it comes to defending him. I'm here. not. You're just like. Fucking. I, like, I'm not. It was a bad pitch. It was a bad it was pitch. It was not a good missed. pitch. It was that a very bad pitch. Missed. It was a ball. It was ball. a factual ball. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. He walked the guy in. He walked the guy in. Yes, it was a ball. It was he called. should it never. Was not a strike. You should never walk in the winning run. There's no reason for that. As I would. I pitcher. would rather a fastball down the fucking. I'd rather, so would I'd I. Rather a pitching machine. I would literally. I would rather him throw it underhand and see what happens and soft toss it to him. I am fully on your side. I'm just telling you why I don't think this is the end of the world. Like he's just imploded, done. I, I didn't. I don't think he is either. I just. I. I just think it's a terrible look. 
I mean, like, the guy... Honestly, I, I just have no words for him. Like, Michael King have to coming in and, like, trying to help him out and save his ass again. Like, I'm just... I'm sick of it. Whatever. Let's get to the sun, right? All right, so um, obviously we're going to get into this. We haven't sent anybody to the sun yet this season. The sun is currently vacant. We clear it out after the season ends. Uh, we posted once about, like, we might have our first member of the sun. It was Hicks. Since he's not on the sun, he's doing fantastic. Good for you, Aaron Hicks. You're not on. You're not. The jury's not out on you right now. Um, I would like to nominate, and for those who don't know how this works, tuning in for the first time, welcome in. First, welcome. first of all, welcome in. But uh, we each, if not each, like if you have many nominations for the Sun, you put them on, you put them on the chopping block, and you make a case for them. I just made the case for it. Um, Araldus Chapman, I'm nominating to be put on the Sun, and I can hear everybody listening to the podcast right now, just just cheering like "Let's go, Luke!" because they were all gonna nominate him as well. I have a feeling at first when I wrote this down on the show notes, I was like, "Wow, he's gonna be on the Sun, no doubt about it." Uh, just, I was just as confident that he would go to the sun as him throwing a ball in that spot. And um, after Chandler just fucking erupted at me, I think that that may not be <laughs> certainly the case right now. But I don't know that you can make the case that he should not go on the sun for at least a short while. Because here's the thing, too. The sun, when we said this before in the roll call episode with the sun probability factorial, their chance of going on the sun is that it's how quickly you can go to the sun, your leash is very short. I think Chapman has a short leash to go to the sun. He's got the talent, obviously. It's, that's it's more like timeout. Keep, it's that's more like that's time the out. only thing keeping him off the sun. But like Damon just said, it's more like timeout. And with that all being said, I think if he does go to the sun inevitably right now, um, he can very much come off the sun very quickly because when you look at his season stats, he does have a zero ERA and it's just... He only has the one blown save versus <laughs> the two blown saves. This, is, this might be the first is person... Is the most... It, like? misleading ERA ever. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. And that's, yeah. but that's the case with him all the time is like, he always gets himself in the trouble and then somehow, some way, whether it be himself getting out of it and him sweating a bunch or Mike King getting him out of it in this case or him walking in the last run and blowing that save. But it's just like, it's always the stats. His stats are always misleading. And that's why I don't want for the people listening. We've already given the backstory. This is a situational sun nomination, not a stat sun nomination, which is different. Some people are nominated just based on the stats, but the eye test will tell you that this guy needs a fucking timeout. So all in favor of sending him to the sun, Damon, what is your, we'll go one by one. Like they do on American Idol. Damon. I, you fucking better, Chandler. No, against I again. I, I'm just telling you why I sold it what's on the your last t- what's, one. What is it? No, wait, wait. Can I say one? one can I, can yeah. I say one stat? One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. One you, stat. Yeah, for you. Before he makes a decision, I want his sure. walks per his made. walks per nine so far is ten point eight. It's not good. Is that good? It's not good. Okay. So, what I was gonna say. The suspense is, is killing me. I know my my decision was already made up before we even got on here. I, I, d- before I finish, yes, I, I vote yes. We need a sound effect for somebody going on the sun. I, we need like a spaceship, <laughs> spaceship sound effect, I, or something for like, like a NASA thing. Like, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, I do. We, we have, we we have lift off. We have lift off. Houston, we have a Houston, problem. We have a problem. No, I. I we'll, we'll, for, we'll have one for next time. He fully deserves to be on the sun right now. He's 
teetering on just absolutely blowing every single game. And that's, I'm totally on board. And for those listening as well, for the first time, it has to be unanimous and it has just been unanimous. Murph isn't here. Uh, I am quite sure Murph would send him to the yeah. sun. Murph has to, uh, he had, had some beers to pour at the bar, but I, I do think that he would, uh, we could text him to confirm. Maybe, he, he maybe this is like an, he did confirm he confirmed on game day. Okay. Cause I was going to say this is uh, maybe it's like an unofficial 40 time. And then later on we can confirm, but Murph confirmed. Yeah, see what so the lasers say <laughs> Chandler is now not Chandler uh, Chapman. You're not on the sun. Chapman is now first member of the sun in 2021. So for the betters, we took some bets early on in the season for those who said that cat uh, Chapman would be the first member of the sun 2022 cash those bets. He's if you on the sun, you welcome, in welcome, the in. If welcome you, into the sun. If you walk in the winning run, I think that's like an auto bid. But that it's, pair, yes, that you, like you but, just won the SEC, you got an auto bid. Yeah, that's. I don't know that we make that a rule, but I'm not making it, it a rule. I'm just saying if you, if you do it, following up, walking up, the walking the bases loaded, and Mike King having the best outing ever is the only reason why you don't have a blown save there. Yeah, you're going to the sun. He has a. What is it? 10-something walks per nine? 10.8 walks per nine. Yeah, man. Figure it the fuck out. That's not good. Again, no, I, I, and I'm not flip-flopping. I was just telling you my case for why I sold that he was that bad. I, but oh, and, and I'm well aware, and I fully anticipate him coming off the sun, hopefully, yeah. by the time next week when we address this. I think, well, we'll see. That's He's going to have to do a bit a, quick. A, that's quick. Timeout, this is not a light punishment. This isn't a slap on the wrist. If and you're this on the is sun. also this is also like we we talk about the Yankees' offense being the same old shit. This is what he does. So it, it's it's high time that he's gotten some kind of timeout uh, for this. You can't just keep being a repeat offender and not get any timeout. He's not. He's certainly clearly he's on the sun already. Not untouchable to go to the sun. So mm-hmm. he was there uh, last year, if I'm not mistaken. No, I don't think he did. I mean, he literally had like a 17 ERA in one month. He was blowing saves every single day. I don't think he ever went Rem- to the He sun. gave up the grand slam to the Angels. Julio can be our, our uh, confirmation there, our, our friend Julio, who is a uh, our sun keeper. I think <laughs> he's the gatekeeper of the he, sun. He yeah. is. He, uh, he, keeps tra- he keeps track of it all year, all year round. Yeah, he'll send us a graphic. Julio, if you're listening, please send us a graphic to uh, uh, launch Araldis Chapman to the sun. and uh, Inaugural sun day. Inaugural Sunday. The rocket has like those those flags from opening day. The, the <laughs> inaugural trip up to the sun. So is that we? So we were sent one. Does yep. anybody have any other nominations? Yeah, I do. Wow. For Mr. Isaiah Kiner Falefa. Make the case. Over it. Uh, let's see. We'll go with. Um, what do you want to hear first? Do you want to hear his percentile <laughs> rankings, or do you want to hear his actual stats? That's up to you, sir. All right, you're well, making the case. We're just listening. I'll go with the stats and then I'll go with the metrics to back it up. So through 28 at bats, he's batting a robust 214, <laughs> zero home runs, zero RBI, zero stolen bases, a 550 OPS. Um, he's supposed to be a speed demon, doesn't steal any bases. He was supposed to bunt and grounded into a double play <laughs> instead. So high contact guy doing awesome. I will say he is living up to his name as a high ki- high contact guy, although he has a negative four average launch angle. So he's the eye test serves you well there. If you believe he's pounding every ball into his fucking toenails, it's because he is. <laughs> his percentile rankings, average exit velocity, 42. Max exit velocity, 35. Slugging, 18. On weighted, expected weight on base, 20. Barrel percentage, you ready for this one? One. He is in the first percentile of squaring the baseball up. 
He doesn't walk. He strikes out a lot. He chases the balls out of the zone. I mean, he's in the ninth percentile of chase rate. It's not good. It's not good. He's not playing good defense. He's not playing good offense. He may have a shorter leash than he should because of what we passed on to get him, but I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. He had one good game, and it brought me back for a minute, but nah. Followed it up with that series against the Orioles. Damon? This is tricky. This is very tricky. I would normally... I do agree that he's he's been underwhelming so I, far. Underwhelming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think underwhelming. Underwhelming is when you get a C on your math test. This is not underwhelming. This is fucking abysmal. Uh, he's the worst shortstop in baseball right now. I'm just I'm just looking at some team stats right now, and this is about the team. It's about but I'm, I'm let's just take a look at Labor Torres for a sec. Like why is why is IKF getting the backlash, but you want to put fucking? I'll put Glaber Torres on backlash. He looks like dog shit. He shouldn't even be starting right now. I mean, yeah, but like, I, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, I just the the sun to me. You know, I feel like you need to do something. Like, what does the sun mean to you, Damon? The sun to me is you know you need to do something that's like staring me in the face. That's like you have either been so bad for so long, like walk in the last run against the Orioles. Yeah, or have like a something that happens during the game that completely turns the game around, causing us to lose. There you go. Zero, zero game. Whiff on a bunt, grounded to a double play in the inning. Yes. Yes. But has he been consistent? I don't know. Has he been consistently that bad? Yes. I know he has, but I look at other guys, and I just I think that a lot of them are in the same situation of but being that bad. At that's grand a testament plays. to how bad our team is. Not it's not. Him. We're not. It's not. It's not a team thing, though. Exactly. Now we're not. We're not going to unwrap this, is this an whole individual, thing right now. This is individual thing. Not an award. This is an individual battle. Bad thing. He's contributing to what's making this team that. Bad. Yes, but so are a lot of other people, and I don't feel like he should be the fall guy. He's not the, the fall sun. guy. Perfect way to put it, Damon. He, I don't think no, your I case think, is done. I think it's time for the, us to decide. He should make the case. Fall guy. The stats. I look at guys like Donaldson and Glaber, <laughs> who again, fucking no, bad. no, I know, but was we're talking about individuals, and I think that Donaldson and Glaber have also had horrendous starts to the season so far, and I know we're not going to fill us up on day one. I don't think that. This is a scarce I, award. I don't think that IKF should be the fall guy for the majority of the team being bad. Look at Gallo. He's doing fucking awful, but no one's sending him to the sun right now. At least he's hitting the ball hard. Doesn't count as a hit, does no, it? No, it doesn't, but IKF doesn't even pass like any sort of eye test. Like Gallo is playing like dog shit. And you want to say the unlucky thing? Go ahead. And No, I'm not saying that. I, I agree no, with I'm that. Not I'm saying not saying you specifically. I'm saying if you want to play the unlucky card, Go ahead. I'm not even going to say that. I don't even think Gallo looks that bad. Like, he looks I don't bad, either. I but think... the whole team looks bad. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Yep. I'm not setting him to the sun. This is what I'm going to say real quick. Wow. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa stands out amongst the shit. Okay. So, if but that's, I think if that's I think the case, he'll because... continue to be shitty, and we'll reassess when you, re- when you bring him back up inevitably. I think you did that out of spite. No, I didn't. I, th- I was going to say, I'm say no numbers. anyway. I'm looking at the numbers for the team. I think David made a fair point. Um, he's not the biggest asshole here. I mean, guys like, and, and I don't, th- and I think we talk about leashes. I think his leash is not as short as it should be. He's he's a new face, so we give him 
a little slack because maybe he's it's a new face, it's a new place. He's here for the first time. Also, maybe this plays a little factor in too. Give him a little bit of extra wiggle room. Being a Yankee fan, maybe the hometown guy. Maybe that video of him shaving his face gives me a little bit of a uh, uh, some semblance of of a reason to not let him be uh, on opening opening night on the sun. I think he's. I think he's <laughs> still got some time to figure it out and. I, I I'm more actually. I'm more worried, and I'd be more inclined to send Glaber to the Sun right now than IKF. I disagree to that. I, I don't think anybody I was making, else. I was making a point com- to comparative uh, positions, but I don't, I'm not sending either of them to the Sun. And right I now. just want to say this too: I don't think Connor Fleffa is good, and I don't think he's going to be <laughs> good. I, I think he eventually. My here's my thing that I will say to you to make you feel a little bit better about this. Uh, Chandler, I feel fine. I I, I know stand, you feel fine, I but I'm just no just to, to, I, I know I agree, and I think he will make it to the sun. That's my that's my take. I, I, just, I think so too. I just don't think it's today. It's not today. <laughs> I think I think he'll eventually make it to the sun, and maybe I think in a month. That's my, my by March 18th. He will be. We should start doing this. An like occupant the, of the sun. Bad radio, but thumbs thumbs up, thumbs down from Game of Thrones, where it's like this. Dodgeball. Thank you, Chuck Norris. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for the folks that didn't like that part of the radio thing, go to YouTube. Yeah, you'll see. Go check out YouTube. Bronx Pinterest YouTube. You'll see the episodes live. Um, good plug. Download the Chalkboard app, too. That's fun. Yeah. We, have a lot, we have a lot of fun there in the game. We're talking some chat. major shit about uh, all these guys Lincoln in there. Lincoln bio ad. Out. Um, yeah, but I, I think you'll eventually make it to the sun, and I, I don't think it'll be today. And I think that concludes the sun conversations. Um, yeah, welcome to the sun of all this Chapman. So did you want to get into rounding third? Sure. Also, quick thing before we get into rounding third, um, the the former mayor of the Sun, I just want to give a little bit of props to. Andrew Heaney is absolutely balling right now, and I really I really don't get it. So um, he'll come back down. To he's fifth in the MLB in strikeouts it. right now. He I I actually just just picked him up in fantasy. I can't even believe I said that out loud. He's on my fantasy team, but uh, the kid needs some relief. I was uh, last in the league in scoring points this week, so I need some short term band aids here to uh, potentially uh, not go 0-2 here. So, welcome to the squad, Andrew Heaney. Uh, and now that I've picked him up, he's going to be the worst pitcher in baseball back to what he was before. But um, yeah, it really, really, uh, really pisses me off that he's that the Heen dog is is uh, goes to the Dodgers and he ends up figuring it out. So. How about this for a rounding third? Andrew Heaney is a, is a top three Cy Young finisher. Oh, we're getting to the rounding thirds now? Well, we were about to yeah, anyway, no, do so it. it was a good do segue. It, yeah, so top three Cy Young, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to sell that one. <laughs> but uh, the Heen dog, it, I mean, good for him if he figured it out. Really pissed off that it wasn't on the Yankees. But um, I mean, I, I don't thing, even we don't, even, we don't even need it. We The pitching isn't the issue. So I'm not. It'd be different if he was if the pitching was as bad as the hitting is right now, and roles the roles were flipped here, and we really needed a starting pitcher or something, or like let's say three of the four starters just got hurt or something like, and Heaney's balling out. That would really piss me off. But we don't really. He wouldn't have a spot right now. Like I wouldn't want him over like a Tyone, even though he's been pitching so well right now. Like it's just not. Nor nor would he have even gotten the start. So he, we wouldn't have been able. The world wouldn't have seen this version of, of the heen dog so uh just congratulations to you because we've given you a ton of shit you're the former mayor of the sun um so yeah all snaps all for des- you andrew heaney all for, deserved all for very well deserved what oh no absolutely well deserved he's yeah. the worst but okay. just saying uh nestor cortez finishes higher than garrett cole in the cy young vote. no so <laughs> no <laughs> 
Come no, on. Absolutely not. Nestor Cortez tests positive for PEDs. <laughs> Bye. That's what I was <laughs> I will buy that. I'd be I'd actually be like heartbroken if that that came out. No, if that happens, I'm a Marlins fan. I can't my I can't take that. His PED wouldn't be steroids though. It would be probably like a sticky substance because he he's, his PED he's not throwing hard. No. Unless he like normally throws seventy like and now Adderall. he's pumping ninety. Yeah, it's like Adderall and like just like a sticky substance or something. He's going to get caught with something. Or he's going to make his own thing up and it's going to be great. <laughs> the sun will be over capacity by the all-star break. Um, well, what? Well, first question before I buy or sell that is what is the capacity for the sun? Do you want to use last year as a benchmark? There is no capacity. There is no capacity. You're if right. you deserve it, you fucking deserve it. Um, the most last year I think at one time was like six. That was when we had like Jonathan Davis. Is that who it was? Yeah. Is that his name? The, I mean, he and also just bad, a... Man. Oh, a forewarning to everybody that's going to stick around with us for the rest of the year. The sun is it's, it's very, we don't send them often. Like, you really got to make your way. Like, Chapman blew nearly two saves back-to-back, one against the Orioles, and walked in the last run. Like, you got to do that to get on the sun. And even that, we almost didn't send him. Like, because his, his zero ERA, which is extremely misleading. So, I think that his was a little bit of spillover from last year. I think he had a very short leash. Yeah, and I, I think we need to sit. The circumstances and also, were extreme. Like if that one, was Ron Marinaccio, we wouldn't have sent right. him to the sun. No, you're right. And and the one thing, too, is like the sun is kind of a a, a tool in our tool bag. Like People have done Wandy phenomenal. Wandy Peralta just turned into, he reinvented himself after coming off the sun. So people, the people listen, and it's like it's like some kind of like witchcraft voodoo. Like we throw it out in the world, then you immediately either, either are traded from the team or are really good again. So... Hoping that Chapman turns it around after that because of us, and we'll take complete credit for it. And if he continues to suck, we'll we won't take any credit or blame. Okay, next one, <laughs> Damon. Glaber Torres catches fire and ends the season with a 800 or more OPS. So, Lewis, I I have no reason to buy, but I'm going to just because uh, probably on- out of hope. No, I'm on your side on that. I was gonna say there's no nothing. There's nothing pointing to to me to be like. There's not one stat, one metric. He looks lost. One thing, not even one bit of his attitude because he's like he didn't show up to batting practice when he was benched on opening day. It's like nothing. Every part of me says like buy or sell that, but I'm gonna buy it because I I want Glaber to be good again. And if he has a bad year this year, then he's officially just a bum. So. Or yeah. not, not, a, not a bum. Officially an average baseball player, which is not what the prince that we were promised. So There, there was just nothing that I've seen so far that's been promising, and that's why I just... Spring training. <laughs> doesn't matter. H- Higgy had five home runs in spring training. doesn't translate. I'm going to buy just out of hope. Yankees will be out of playoff contention by September 1st. Se- I mean, stop. I mean, so. that's... <laughs> I'm, re- I'm reading these. I'm just, I know. Don't, don't, I'm don't, saying don't shoot the messenger. Him, not you. And you said, don't shoot the messenger. Who is that? Uh, do you really want to out somebody like that? I'm not, I don't, I'm not gonna like. I don't even know. His yell at him. I just want to know. Sarubo eleven. Do you know? You're wrong. You're wrong, Sarubo. That's all I was gonna say. You're wrong. <laughs> I don't even think this is a hot take. Aaron Judge wants too much money. <laughs> well, actually, that's <laughs> just funny. We'll, we'll use this to bring the to use that as a as a device to bring this up. So, did you guys see the the? I know you saw because I showed you guys, but I, I want to, to introduce you. it to the air. Yeah, you shouldn't send it to me. Yeah, fuck Steve you. Cohen is unwilling to uh, to pay top Yankee to top the Yankees offer that was reported for Judge. I I don't know. I, I think after seeing one of the most spend happy guys that is in the same state as him, like have after seeing him pass on 
that contract, I think that might send a message to Judge. I th- I don't think it nec- he necessarily matters right now because it, at the end of the day he's still proving it this year. So like maybe that adds fuel to his fire. Um, you gotta believe he saw it. I mean, you don't just not see that. It's not like one of us saying it. Like it's yeah. it's a NFL owner, uh, an MLB, excuse me, owner saying that. So he absolutely saw it. Um, I don't know. I think maybe it's a a wake up call. Like, he thinks he says like I'm going to talk to 30 teams after the season's over, and one of them, without being even prompted or asked about it, just outs. Kind of weird thing. Kind of weird thing to just bring out of nowhere. Like, hey, if you guys were wondering, I wasn't going to pay him. Like, yeah. that's cool, Steve. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I mean, I think somebody <laughs> asked him. Did they? Yeah, they asked if he was going to make a run. Completely at, unprompted. No, somebody <laughs> asked him if he was going to make a, a run at judges. Like, I mean, I'm not going to top that. The fuck no. Okay, if that's the case, then not weird, but. Maybe, maybe him saying that. This is an emergency news press conference. I will not pay for those that, <laughs> For those that were wondering, I w- I'm not going to pay that much money. Um, I don't so, know. Maybe, maybe he was just getting ahead of things because everybody likes to say, like, hey, Uncle Steve, you're going you're gonna to buy this person too because he just loves to spend money and break my heart because they signed Starla Marte. So break my heart again if he signs a judge. Maybe it's a diversion. Maybe he's actually going to. Yeah, this is just to throw everyone off. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I saw somebody interesting something to note on Twitter the other day that there's just a whole different vibe around Judge this year, and I think I agree with that. Like, he just it just doesn't look like it's just weird. Disagree. Just feels weird. I think that's that's a forced comment. I I really don't think it is. Agreed with what, David? What you said. Yeah, thanks. I feel like there's like a hesitancy around him. Like even at the games, like at the stadium, people like it's kind of like a hesitant cheer. I've heard many cheers. I did hear him get booed. I did too. I yeah, that's, that's just, just a bunch of drunk fans being stupid. But there, um, I mean, there was sign the contract chance. There's booze. That's sign the contract chance because we we want him. Like it'd be different if nobody wanted him. Like everybody wants him. Everybody likes yeah, Judge. I, I'm just, so much, I'm just so. throwing it out there. Next, okay. Joey Gallo is the next Chris Davis. <laughs> I'm gonna sell it, but like, striking out a bunch. He's lefty, so take that for what it's worth. But um, no, I'm gonna sell. I I just want to like Gallo so much. I and do I, like Gallo, and a I lot. do. I was gonna say, like, I don't, I don't, I don't. I'm not saying that because I don't like him. It's just I, I want him to be so good. I know. I feel for him too. Like, and he what? can be. Dude, the look on his face when he hit that line drive right into the shift. Yeah, 110 at the guy's oh neck. Oh, my God. I just saw his face, and I just, like, I felt that. Like, I felt that pain. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody DM'd us, and I'll add this in the hot take, that we should extend Gallo now because he's going to be a beast next year when they get uh, when they ban the shift. I don't think the ban the shift is a, a, the biggest driving part of that. Uh, obviously, yeah, I think that will have a huge impact because he does get cucked by the shift more than anybody. But I don't, I don't disagree with the premise. Hit, the, my main th- reason behind this is that he's not going to be. He is at an all time low in value. So like, why not? I mean, there's there's a ton of reasons why not. It's because he's at an all time low value because he's playing bad. But. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I, I like Gallo, I, I'm, and that's why he's not on the Sun. We didn't get, we didn't nominate him for the Sun because he's got a, a little bit bigger of a leash. So it's not necessarily one to one when you look at blind resumes. It's it's very much not a blind resume thing. It's it's dependent on the person, and he's got a little more leniency when it comes to going to the Sun. It's just he he does the, says the right things. He's yeah. not he's not Chapman smiling after blowing a save or 
you know, holding his fucking hand to his ear, screaming what for 20 minutes before walking in the, the losing run or winning run. And I think that's a good point. Kick him while I, he's down, I think huh? that like, you know, you like, I'm going to use, uh, let's just say Glaber and Hicks that come to mind. Like two guys who I think if they're in a slump and they're doing really poorly, you could tell in their face that they're just like, they're in the dumps that they're like, not going to try and not, not try, but like their slump is just going to, just going to dig a deeper hole. And I feel like with Gal, I, just, I don't know. I feel like he's just like such a likable guy. And I feel, I feel like he like, he like deals with these slumps a lot easier just because he's not used to hitting the ball a lot, <laughs> but like just in his career, you know, he's just striking out a lot. So I don't think it affects him as much. And I feel like he's going to come out of it really easily. All right. I'm going to think I, my bowl prediction is going to bat. He's going to bat 400 in this next series. I thought you were going to say for like an extended period of time. No, just the next series. <laughs> All right. Oh, here's a good hot take. We fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm also not. Even, I know it's a joke, but I I don't I don't want to buy that. We have a lot that IKF won't be starting by June, July. August, just pick a month. IKF won't be starting by month X. I feel like that's inevitable at this point. What month would you pick? I'll I'll do it that way. That way I cover like 48 people's question. What month would I pick what? For Kiner Falefa being benched. For Cabrera or Peraza. Oh, for a prospect. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm just lumping these all together because there's literally a hundred that are, IKF won't be starting by June. IKF will be replaced by player X. IKF won't be starting by August. I mean, I just think. I would say all-star break. I, I think they, they don't want to do this, but I think the more likely person who's going to replace him at shortstop is they're going to probably end up running Glaber back over there. They do it every game. I know. And he, I think they're going to, I think the more, most likely scenario is he's just going to go back to being the everyday shortstop or at least splitting time at shortstop for the rest of the season. Um, even though they literally just said in the off season that he's not a shortstop. So <laughs> it's a no. very bad look for the front office that he's doing this poorly. I do think that he's going to get, bench though it's a very bad look at the front office when brian cashman tells you on the day you lose and throughout the offseason shortstop is an area of need glaber torres is not a shortstop want to guess who's played shortstop like four games already this year glaber torres not good not a good look guys and on top of that we'll round out our rounding thirds with this one brian cashman (laughs) hires himself as manager (laughs) i'd buy it I would too. He's such an egotistical he fuck. Doing it. I mean, yeah, very well said, Damon. Did it? So yeah. I mean, the rest of there's a lot of, uh, you know, trade Glaber, trade Hicks, <laughs> trade Cole, trade Chapman. Cole needs to have a fucking day tomorrow. Yeah. Who are we playing tomorrow? Detroit the Tigers. No, the Tigers kind of scare me, honestly. Do in like a weird kind of way. Like, I don't think they're going to win a World Series, but uh, it's a blizzard in Detroit right now. Garrett Cole has been known recently to not like any sort of inconvenience in his day. I'm, is it just me? I know it's not just me. Are you guys starting to not like Garrett Cole? He's on a short leash right now. I think this is what it is. I think he's always kind of had this personality, but we overlooked it because he was so fucking good. And now... I mean, when, he's still good. He's he, still fa- amazing. He's yeah, still probably going to win a Cy Young this year. Just no, I'm kinda, just saying. Personality kind of pisses me he's off. He's been so good, like, every game that we're just like, what the fuck, man? Now that he's 
not performing. I know it's two games. I'm not, like you said, he's probably still going to win a sign. He's probably still the favorite or damn near close. Like, I think it just makes everything look that much worse. Because, I don't know. Like, he's just kind of being a bitch, and it's not cool. Just, just, his excuses for doing poorly have been yeah fucking absurd yeah and yeah. I and I think that he he really needs to have a great game tomorrow I agree I, or else I'm gonna have some I'm gonna have some fighting words <laughs> I man I mean it's the Tigers that they you just gotta stop being a little bitch about it <laughs> just fucking do better the Tigers in a blizzard so I I know he's, there's gonna be some unforeseen challenges with the cold weather. And I can't wait for his fucking excuse then. I can just picture right now. He's always he always wears that fucking turtleneck when it's cold. He's gonna have the turtleneck just kind of pouting just, just, up and I just, down. I like when he wears the turtleneck. Just I do too. Don't but. let up a run in the first inning. That's all I'm asking for, really. Like the, I feel like that's the whole momentum for the rest of the game is him letting up a first a run in the first inning, and He's, it happens sixty yeah. percent of the time. He's going to strike out the, the first math. two and then give an absolute. Just missile. That's what he does every time. He like strikes out the first guy, gets a weak ground out. And we're like, all right, smooth sailing from here. Garrett Cole's gonna throw a perfect game and before you can even finish the word. It's in the fucking upper deck. We're like, hey man, just come on. Let, let's not do that. Very, very even annoying. when he was and last year, I'll just say even last year because not was dominant like he's past his primary thing. Even last year, I feel like the first inning home runs were a huge issue. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did the math, for real. It was yeah. 60% of the time since being a Yankee. It's not oh, I thought you were making a joke. Like, 60% of the time it works No, no, I, I legit did the math. 60% of the time it works every time? Since being a Yankee, he's let up a home run. He's let up oh. a run in the first inning. You really don't do math often, so that's, that probably hurts you a bit. Because when I think I'm right, I do the math to prove it, and I did the math to prove it. And I'm, do I'm it like a couple 80% more times over sure. You think you're wrong. <laughs> There's got to be a website that you can That's look why that up on that you didn't have to actually yeah. hand calculate it. No, yeah, he, he, I didn't hand calculate it. I just plugged it in. It wasn't a huge ordeal. What's that thing called where you have the... Abacus? Yeah, he used an abacus. That's, to, what, to that's what he made it sound like. I was like, there's no way Damon busted nah, out just, the whiteboard and the abacus and just went nuts. Well, that's why, that's why when Damon <laughs> brings in brings in stat on air, I, know I, I have 100% confidence <laughs> in it because <laughs> that means he looked it over at least 15 times. He broke out the abacus. He, he asked random people on the street, like, hey, does this make sense? <laughs> hey, check this for me. Like, Can you please <laughs> check this for me? Threw it on Chegg and, and Course Hero to make sure the math checked out. Yeah, no. You're joking, but you're not wrong. You use Chegg still? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. All right. I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else you guys want to talk about before we close out? Please, please. Oh, please I just win. want to give a shout out to Tim Castro. It was a sick play. That was a good that play. That was a sick play. Shout also out to being you. like brought up the like couple hours before and just going out there and making play. Honestly, he Pretty has cool. not been bad at all. We I mean, shit on him a lot when we got him, but that's because we needed a center fielder and, you know, Yet this guy that's like a career 170 hitter, but he's been fine. He's more than served his purpose. I thought it was a sick play. That's it. Oh, it was badass. Yeah. I'm just talking, uh, uh, like, as a whole, like, hats off to you, Tim. You, you've done better Keep it than up, I buddy. expected. Let's go, yeah. Tim. You're an awesome bench bat. Eh, oh, well, awesome bitch. Got no hits, but, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe not bench bat, bench player. Yeah. There we go. Pinch runner. Defensive replacement. Yeah. Pinch runner, defensive replacement. That's your role. And that's just hopefully. I hope it's not his ends up. I hope his role stays as that, and it doesn't end up being like 
everyday player. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that would be... I, I liked him, but don't like him as that. Um, I actually have a quick question before we wrap up. Just a good little bow on top. Are you worried at all that Aaron Judge is pressing or is going to start pressing? No, I think he's going to be very good. I no, think, I, I think that I his think life depends win. on it. I think he's going to Literally, win. Literally, his life depends I think he potentially could win MVP this year. And my feelings haven't changed. No, I, I, I totally do too. I'm just... He he there. put himself in a situation where literally the rest of his like financial life yeah depends on the season. So I think when you put it that good. way, that's just no so like he's, he's I mean, that's, that's like legit though. No no sink no, it swim. is. I just it's sink or swim for him. So I, that's why I have all the confidence in the world because he has the confidence in himself to turn down two hundred thirty three million dollars from the the team that made the judges chamber for you and other teams now are saying that they won't pony up for that same amount. So. That offer is only going to go lower unless he wins an MVP. So, um, yep, that's it. Anything else? It's one a game tomorrow. I miss, I miss, I miss Murph. Um, for those that uh, love us and stuck around to this point, smash that subscribe button on the YouTube. Uh, you'll catch these episodes live the night before instead of releasing them the day after on the the podcast apps. Uh, make sure you go download the chalkboard app link is in the description in the podcast and the YouTube wherever you're listening to this wherever you get your podcast is right below just scroll down and you'll tap that link it'll take you to download the app and then it'll take us to take you to our board you go join our board and then you're gonna end up having yourself a, a much better Tuesday than you thought you were gonna have because you're gonna be in a group chat with all of uh, the best Yankee fans in the world and us and it's a ton of fun uh, during games and uh, if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes that would be greatly appreciated. That really helps us out. So, uh, yeah, go Yanks. Love you guys. We will catch you. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.